0: The Seattle Kraken get it done at Climate Pledge Arena once again, fans. This time, they take down the Dallas Stars. We're going to recap that game, Sunday's game. Great win for the Seattle Kraken. I'm going to talk yet again about goalies. It seems to be a thing. And, of course, we're going to get you ready for the final And, of course, we're going to get you ready for the men's Frozen Four while also talking about this Charlotte Checkers development system that Dave Haxtell feels has been in lockstep with the Seattle Kraken. That's what's coming up on this Monday episode of Locked on Kraken. You are locked on Kraken We got a hey hey, what do you say from John Forslund on the broadcast yesterday? That's because the Seattle Kraken took care of business with the Seattle, or excuse me, with the Dallas Stars in town. My name is Erica Lindsay Ayala. I am your host of Locked On Kraken. As always, thank you for making Locked On Kraken your first listen of the day. And today's show is presented by Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered this season with more props odds and lines than ever before that online where the game starts and where we're going to start this episode is by talking about yesterday's game. That was again, a four one win by the Seattle Kraken Jared McCann. I've been a big fan of Jared McCann since really training camp and preseason. He gets the scoring started had a fantastic game, uh, first period goal in the first four minutes of the game, and the Seattle Kraken, this is my favorite stat. They did not relent. They did not give up the lead all game. I love that, playing ahead. So it was Jared McKinn gets the first goal, Ryan Donato, who we'll hear from, you know, that's my guy, the Harvard man got, this, got things going in the third period. It was a scoreless second. Um, we're going to hear Dave Hax still talk a little bit about that as well as Chris Drieger, but uh, who started in net. Again, we're going to talk about goaltending. Tanato gets the second goal. Susie and Wenberg uh, assisted. So Wenberg with two assists on the night. He also had the primary assist for Jared McCann's goal. Uh, John Klingberg for Dallas. Gets on the board. Pretty solid shot from Klingberg. Was able to beat uh, Chris Drieger, glove side. There was some traffic in net, but it was just a really good shot. We got to give credit where credit's due. That's Klingberg's fifth of the season. Ben and Hanley got the assist on those. Yanni Gord! Woop woop! Yanni Gord with his 17th goal of the season. Victor Rosk and Carson Coleman got his first point on the assist to Yanni Gord's goal, and then he gets an unassisted empty net goal to seal the deal. That's right. There was an empty net goal in the Seattle Kraken game at Climate Pledge Arena, and it was a Kraken that scored it. I love it. It's great to see. Um, When we look here at the team stats, I'm going to pull this up for you um, over on NHL.com. When you look at the, the stats here uh, for this game, the Seattle Kraken were, didn't have as many shots on goal, but they had more goals, so that's a good thing. Uh, you know, the faceoff percentage was in favor of Dallas. Power play didn't really sing for either team, as we see there. The hits were about even. Where do we see the difference? Blocked shots. I love this. I love that the Seattle Kraken are getting back to playing that gritty grinding kind of game. So let's hear from the guys themselves. Let's start with Ryan Donato and then we'll hear from Dave Haxtell. I'm going to save Chris Drieger because we are going to talk about about goaltending. So we'll hear from Chris Drieger a little bit later in the show. But first, Ryan Donato, then Dave Haxtell immediately after the 4-1 win over Dallas. We knew that they had a ton of speed and a lot of talent, so I think um, for us, we knew that if we wanted to play a game that uh, uh, was good at all, we needed to be uh, strong uh, defensively and structurally. So I think we did that well, and uh, we also got to give a lot of credit to Dreeks.
1: How do you describe what you've been able to do with this opportunity this season?
0: I don't know. I think just working hard, um, doing the things that the coaches ask, and um, I don't know. I'm a pretty religious guy, and I've said that before, and. Uh, just praying and, and showing up every day and, and trying to help the team win. Chris
1: and Ryan had said the response in the third after Dallas made it a one bowl game showed
2: improvement from the team because it wouldn't have been the way that they responded earlier in the year. What did you like about how they held their calm and composure? Guys
1: just I mean, nobody was, you know, there wasn't, there wasn't too much adrenaline flowing on the bench. It was just, let's, let's just take care of the next shift. You know, and that's all you can do at that point in time. And, um, you know, but we went out and confidently did that. The penalty kill looked as good as it's looked all year, not just because of the shorthanded goal, but before that, and even on the second kill, it seemed like you, the Kraken had more scoring chances than the Stars did. Well, we had, you know, in in the second period, our our best three scoring chances likely were on the PK. Um, you know, Canner's goal early, Uh, in the hockey game was was a huge one for us um and really you know ignited us um so that side of it is is great but if you don't get the kills it doesn't matter and and we got the kills you know and that's we've uh you know there's there's a little mojo developing there on the pk um you know and and you just gotta just gotta keep pushing right and that's right from I look at our PK and we're getting some clears off face-offs. We're getting some good up ice pressure. Um, And, you know, once we're in the zone, we're not spending too much zone. We're finding better pressure points and and we're getting our clears. So we're not in the zone too long.
0: What I'm hearing a lot from the guys is, one, that they're tired of losing. We've known this for quite some time. I'm tired of them losing as well. Um, But also learning and maturing right this teenager team that they felt that they had the confidence to play with a lead whereas you'll hear some of the guys talking about that they didn't necessarily have that confidence earlier in the season and I think there's something to it I'm always careful to use that word confidence as far as when I'm assessing a team I think it's um I like to give athletes the benefit of the doubt before I say that they lack confidence I do think that they um lacked maturity. Those can sometimes be the same thing, but not always. Um, So you'll see here that uh, the Seattle Kraken and the the Stars were about even for shots on goal, but the Seattle Kraken had more goals, so that's not too bad. We see that the Stars win the face-off battle percentage-wise. Neither team Was able to get the power play to sing. Not necessarily something we're surprised at for the Seattle Kraken. Um, Hits about the same, but where are we seeing the difference? I love this blocked shot stat. Nearly doubling up Dallas on blocked shots. That is the all-in team defense type of game that I'm always calling for. For the Seattle Kraken. You know it. If you're listening to the show, you know that I love team defense. First of all, I just love defense. Hello, NCAA Women's National Championships. The the Seattle Kraken. Nope, excuse me. Uh, The South Carolina Gamecocks, led by head coach Dawn Staley, were able to win a championship despite having the fewest points per game all season. There's only one way you can do that, folks. That's with defense. Why did I say that one? Because it's fresh on my mind. You know, I love a good and strong crossover Two, because defense, 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 you know, you can have fewer shots in a game, but if you have more block shots and your shots are going in, guess what? That's how you win the game. So I'm not always looking for the shots on goal to be super high. Um, if If the Seattle Kraken need that to kind of get into a flow and a rhythm, you know, it's very different when you see a team has 20 shots and one team has single digit shots, you know, but if you can be efficient and effective with the shots that you do take and you're blocking, uh, shots from even getting to net, I love that. I love good defense anyway. Um, Either way, the Seattle Kraken get the win. They're heading on the road. I think I said that this game was in Dallas, so apologies for that miscue uh, last week. It was at Climate Pledge Arena, as y'all know, uh, especially those who went to the game. So coming up next, we are going to break down a little bit more about Coleman and what Dave Haxtell said about being able to coordinate with the Charlotte Checkers. Um, So we're going to talk about AHL hockey coming up next on Locked on Kraken. Before we get back to the hockey action, let's take a break, take a spell to make sure we have our protein, right? And the best way to do that, of course, is with our sponsor, Built Bar. They've got the amazing puffs. It's the first marshmallow or protein-infused marshmallow. So you've got a Built Bar that already tastes amazing, has great flavors like cherry, barcia, uh, coconut, almonds. And now you add an all-covered-in-chocolate, mind you. Always 100, always covered in 100% chocolate, Built Bar is. And now you add a protein-infused marshmallow puffiness. Like these are again, the protein bars that taste like a candy bar, but are chock full of protein. I love it. And what are we talking about here? Most built bars contain 130 calories, four grams of sugar, four net carbs, and 17 grams of protein. If you compare that to your average candy bar, you're coming in at 240 calories and 30 grams of sugar, not to mention Dozens of net carbs. I mentioned some flavors. We've got also the mint brownie, white chocolate, cookies, and cream, was one that we were talking about last month in particular. The churro flavor, which also has the puffs in it. Uh, so, Built Bar is all about the taste, and we want you to be all about the taste and all about the protein. So, head over to built.com, use promo code LOX15, and that will get you 15% off your next order. Of built bars. That's right. Head over to built.com use promo code locked 15 five for 15% off your next order. Happy snacking. As always, folks, I want to thank you for listening to locked on Kraken and making us your first listen of the day. We have exciting stuff going on. And don't forget also to check out locked on. Now your experts in every league, every sport will come together mostly on a nightly basis, most nights of the week, and give you quick recaps. And Locked On Now is the show where you can watch all those recaps in one place. Like everything on the Locked On Podcast Network, it is available. Most everything is available. We're migrating. Everyone's over on YouTube now, and you can watch on YouTube or listen on your favorite audio platform free of charge. Okay, so I mentioned Carson Coleman. Let's start by going to what Dave Haxtell had to say about Coleman. And he gave a little nod to the Charlotte Checkers and the communication between the Checkers and the Seattle Kraken.
1: Some of those things that you and your staff have done with Colts. I mean, like, you have a development background with with college. I mean, same thing with all the OHL and J the age So what are those things that you guys can do with young players and how does that work given there's less time to do that at this level compared to like those lower more developmental levels? Yeah, it really speaks to, you know, the group, uh, you know, and the staff in Charlotte and what, you know, and, and how they worked with them. Um, it really speaks to, you know, Lindy, um, you know, listening to some of the messages that, that we gave them as, you know, as you went up and down um, and, and work at those areas. But, you know, there's also just Finding a comfort level you know he's, he's he's a pretty good player and there's still there's a lot of room to to work and grow and and uh you know some areas of his game that he needs to solidify um but the the key thing is he's working at it uh the hard parts of the game he's working out the, the play on the wall decision making in in tight areas um you know the the offensive side is coming and that's you know it's nice to see not only did have scoring chances tonight he set up you know, he, you look at the the play that he made to, to Gordo um, in, in the second period. That was just a nice touch and good timing. So that offensive side to his game, you know, looks to be there. It's the other pieces to be a good two-way forward in this league. It's a lot of work. And, you know, it's a work in progress, but he's uh, talked about it the other night. He's making, you know, a lot of a lot of positive strides.
0: We've seen Joey Decord come up from the Checkers. Obviously, Kale Flurry has been there. Connor Carrick um you know Max McCormick Alexander True and uh it just it's been really cool to see the defending Calder Cup champions be a breeding ground for the Seattle Kraken now here's what you got to know about the Charlotte Checkers now They have, again, Joey Decord Decord is the goalie of the year. I think I talked about this, but I did not share my screen. So apologies for that. Let me do that for you right now. We're going to talk about uh, Joey Decord and the Charlotte Checkers. So we might as well go to his most recent uh, accolade here. And that is Joey Decord named the goaltender of the month for March. Um, And you see here that he had a 6-1-0 record, 1.55 goals against, and 9.56 save percentage. Um, Joey Decord, we've had him up with the Seattle Kraken for a little bit just because, again, uh, we've talked about it before and I'll talk about it a little bit later, but Chris Trieger had been in and out of the lineup just with some injuries and, and things of that nature. So, you know, they're a team that's uh, once again vying for the Calder Cup. And uh, the Checkers are right there in the standings. And this, of course, is in the American Hockey League. Only the Springfield Thunderbirds have a better record than the Charlotte Checkers in the Atlantic Division. So you can see that there. Chasing them are the Providence Bruins, the Hershey Bears, the Hartford Wolfpack. Wolfpack, excuse me, Wilkes Bar and Scranton Penguins, Bridgeport Islanders, and the Lee Valley Phantoms. Of course, that's in the Atlantic Division. But if you take a look at the league, um, if you take a look at the league, here's where we're at. The Charlotte Checkers are in that eight spot. As you can see here, the X's represent uh, clinching. The Charlotte Checkers have not clinched yet. You have Stockton, Chicago. Ontario, uh, Colorado, uh, Bakersfield, Abbotsford that have clinched. You still see Charlotte, Manitoba, and those Springfield Thunderbirds in the mix there. So we're definitely going to be keeping an eye on how things end for the Charlotte Checkers. You may remember that we had the executive from the Charlotte Checkers on the podcast, Tara Black joined us. So amazing things. Love to see it. Um, love to see everything that she's been able to do with the organization. And it's being effective. It's It's been great. And so it's not going to be long lasting. As we know, the Firebirds are coming up and have established everything as far as personnel we saw the jersey reveal i told you it was going to be a firebird i was mo- i was going toward phoenix yes but again they're synonyms so i still take that as a win i'm super excited i haven't ordered any swag yet but i'm gonna have to do that soon um but i think it's great it's such a great partnership and you heard dave haxell really uh allude to it such a great partnership to have um the Florida Panthers affiliate. So Florida doing a great job. They've been right in the mix there as far as the NHL is concerned. And that comes with success at the, you know, developmental level. So this is a new, in fairness, the Charlotte Checkers are new to the Florida Panthers. That partnership didn't get to forge completely last season, you know, with COVID and whatnot. So um, in fairness, the, the Calder Cup, pedigree. You can't necessarily associate that with Florida just yet. Needless to say, nevertheless, what the hope is, is that the development players or the two-way players that we're seeing for the Seattle Kraken are able to get some of that good stuff Tara and her team has going on and bring that over to the Firebirds. So, We'll see how that goes. Joey Decord, again, has been great for the Seattle Kraken. He's been amazing and phenomenal for the Charlotte Checkers. So uh, we'll see how that goes. But I told you I wanted to talk about goaltending. We gave Joey Decord some stick taps. We're going back to Chris Drieger because that's who is in net for this Dallas win. That's what's coming up next, Unlocked on, on Kraken. Bet online is your number one source for all your betting needs and sports info. Find all the latest sports developments, including this week's Master championship odds, podcasts and reviews for all of the different leagues this season bet online is your continued source for all your sports wagering information including live betting esports and scores head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action bet online where the game starts all right, we're coming, we're coming around the bend here. I told you that we were going to hear from Chris Drieger, so we'll hear a little bit about what he had to say about the win, but then I want to talk about Chris Drieger because I gave you a little bit of an indication. Friday's show, who's your goalie? Anyone get that? It's like a baseball. Who's your daddy? Okay, anyway, um, who's your goalie? your goalie Seattle so let's uh first go to what Drieger had to say post game and then break things down
1: your routine. what's it like knowing that you're finding not only success with that routine but you're finding comfort with it in terms turns into performances like we saw this evening yeah I mean it feels
2: good it feels good to win too um yeah for me I think just uh, a couple little tweaks and Getting some confidence, and uh, yeah, just kind of doing my thing in there. So it's been a lot of fun, and uh, what an effort by the guys tonight. Fun to watch. Johnny yeah,
1: said that it was you that took over the third
2: period. Was that in your was that your intent? <laughs> well, that's nice of him to say. Uh, yeah, I just kind of stayed in there and tried to play my game, and, um, you know, we were going into the third with a lead, and um, they kind of came out pretty hot, and I just, you know, was trying to do my do my thing and, and give us a chance. So, um, you know, they ended up getting one there and, uh, you know, we responded, Gordo responded, you know, with a huge goal that get us up three, one. And yeah, I just felt like, um, earlier in the year, we were maybe, maybe scared and a little timid to play with the lead. And tonight, um, you know, I think we just were a more confident hockey team. Things have been going our way a little bit more lately. We've been playing, playing just better hockey and, um, you know, competing no matter what the score is. So I, uh, I really liked our effort tonight.
1: Talking about confidence a little bit ago with yourself, not being funny, but how the hell does that work for a goaltender? Considering when you make a mistake, the whole world knows it because a big red light comes off. So, like, how do you build confidence? A save to save thing, a game to game thing, a day to day. Like, how does that work? Well, fortunately for me, I've let in a couple
2: goals in my career, so I know how (laughs) I know how to deal with it most of the time. Um, But yeah, you just—I mean—you just have a routine when one goes in. know kind of just go through it in your head quick see what you could have done differently if there's no chance uh, you know if there's a little tweak that you need to make maybe um, you know your depth wasn't good or whatever it may be and uh, you kind of just reset and uh, stop the next one so uh, if you let you know the goals get to you too much things can start spiral so just try and you know Approach every every shot the same way, no matter what the score is.
0: Um, talked about or was asked about some of the adjustments and how they're paying off. I mean, you know, again, I thought Dave Haxel was a little bit more dismissive of that, saying that I get where he's coming. I get where he's coming from. You know, you're a pro. You got to do what it takes to be a pro. That being said, let's also not pretend like sports has been a great and safe place for people to say that they are focusing on the mental part of their game and stress related, you know, Drieger himself mentioned being able to manage. If you can manage stress and be more open about what you're experiencing, then it's a little bit less of an uphill climb. Anyway, um, I've just been getting the feeling all season. I've been telling you all season, my eye test, my auntie vibes. have just been leaning towards Chris Drieger for this team uh but it's not always about the eye test folks so let's look at some stats here this comes from fox sports and it's just it's just taking a look at the numbers as as they are so let me get my name out of the way so we see here that it's uh chris Drieger, philip grubauer and joy decord that have made appearances for the Seattle Kraken this season. Now, when we look at the games played, obviously, Philip Grubauer has more games played. He also has more of the wins. He also, because he has more games played and the Seattle Kraken haven't won a lot of games, he has more losses. Uh, he Philip Grubauer, that is, has the only shootout recorded. He's getting a lot more shots. Again, he's got more games. But look at this. He's got 1,300 shots 1,100 saves. That's a 0.888 save percentage. That being said, in the shots that Dreger has faced, 561, he's made 504 saves. So the percentage is better. The um, goals against average is better. Obviously, the goals against, better. Um, so... I don't know why they don't have, oh, they don't have the save percentage here. That's a little weird. Anyway, so just looking at the stats again, um, it's not a big number. And again, this is all very much auntie vibes and feels. Um, But I wonder if we see, if we continue to see a more equitable spread, will we see Drieger come to the surface? I think in a very extremely super mega small sample size, we've already started to see that. How will the trend go? Really don't know. It's also, you know, (laughs) Groovy has been put to the test this season. And so speaking of stress or just quite honestly, mental fatigue. We were talking about it for Philip Grubauer, or excuse me, for Chris Drieger, but I wonder where Philip Grubauer is with that. Um, I don't get the sense that he's someone that would talk about that. Uh, He's very much like conversations that I have with my coaching staff remain between me and my coaching staff, which I also respect. Um, Again, just two very different approaches. Um, I think both are valuable to the Seattle Kraken, and um, we'll we'll see how it goes. So, anyway, who's your goalie? I think we might need to keep that as I don't want to call it a segment, but let's keep the finger on the pulse there uh, for who's your goalie? Who's your goalie, Seattle, as we march toward the close of our first regular season, the inaugural season coming to a close this month for the Seattle Kraken. So uh yeah let's Let's keep up to that to date with that later this week, I will be traveling to Boston, where the men's Frozen Four is underway of course our our guy, Maddie Beniers is going to be representing Michigan, trying to get to that national championship, not just game, but to hoist the trophy when it's all said and done in Beantown. That being said, I'm working to get a few hosts and other people around hockey to give previews for the matchups. We're going to have Michigan and Michigan state. And then of course the, um, or excuse me, we're going to have Minnesota and Minnesota state. And then of course, Michigan taking on Denver that will happen on Thursday is I think it's Thursday. I should probably, I should probably get that sorted, right? Yeah, no, it's Thursday because uh, Wednesday I'll be in Boston. We'll have some practice uh, highlights. So make sure you're following me on social media. Make sure you're following Locked on Kraken on social media. give you some hits there. And uh, again, try and round up some friends to get you ready for those games. As we always say here on Locked on Kraken, thank you so much for making me and this show your first listen of the day. And of course, we're going to end it with hold fast, stay true, and let's go Kraken. I'll see you tomorrow, folks.